Hello, this is Darren Alf from BicycleTouringPro.com. I just completed a week-long bicycle tour across northern Sweden that took me about 300 kilometers from the city of Umeå, Sweden, up to the city of Luleå, Sweden. And on the tour with me was my friend Rob, who has done five bike tours with me now over the last oh, six or seven years. Um, and his friend Doug came on the bike tour as well. Doug had never been on a bike tour before, so this was his first bike tour. And the fourth member of our squad was a young 20-year-old woman named Lene, who is actually from Sweden. And she is a Bicycle Train Pro reader who reached out to me, contacted me once I came here to Sweden, and she sent me a message basically telling me that she was planning her own bike tour. Now, she went off on the bike tour, as you'll hear in just a moment. She ended up doing just a short kind of overnight bicycle tour, a two-day bicycle tour. And she had some struggles along the way. She made some very common mistakes that many first-time bicycle tourists make. And so I have asked her to talk to you today about that first bike tour that she did, to talk about the mistakes that she made, and then also to talk to you about her experience on the recent bike tour that she just completed with myself, Rob, and Doug here in northern Sweden. So here's my interview with Lene. Um, she's very soft-spoken, so you're going to need to listen carefully. But uh, here she is. I begin the interview by asking Lene just to tell me a little bit about herself. What's her name? Where is she from? And what does she do? Uh, uh, my name is Lene Gamli, and I live in Örebro, and I am 20 years old. And at the moment, I'm just looking for a job. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and how did you find out about bicycle touring? Mm, I found it. On YouTube, I think, but I had the idea at first, like, hmm, probably, it would probably be fun, like, going a long bike tour. Yeah. And then I saw some people do it on YouTube, and then I saw you doing it, and I got inspired to do it myself. That's cool. Had you seen other people doing it, like, in, in person? Because you live in Sweden, and quite a few yeah. people do do bike tours in Sweden. Yeah, I probably have, but I haven't thought about, like, what they are doing. They're just, like, people on bicycles. Yeah. I should have seen them, because now when I know about bike touring, I see, like, them all the time. Right, yeah, it's one of those yeah. things where, like, you buy you buy a new car, like a convertible yeah. or something, and then now you see the same convertible all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, and the same with bike tourists. And then you saw my videos online. Yeah. And started watching. And then those. I got, yeah. And then I got, I got more interested to cool. do it because you were in Sweden and Norway, and you know, so I was like, yeah, that seems very fun, actually. So after Lene discovered my videos on the Bicycle Turn Pro YouTube channel, she sent me a message through Facebook, and I've asked her to read that message back to you now because. I think this uh, email is one of the best that I've ever received from any of my readers anywhere in the world. Hello, my name is Lena Gamli. I am 20 years old and I live in Sweden. This summer I am planning a bike tour from a small village north from Nora to Trondheim in Norway by myself. I have never done something like that, but I 
have always wanted to do something like it. Thanks to your video, I learned that bike touring was a thing and I got motivated to do it myself. I am so excited for my tour. I am looking forward to every bit of it, both the good and bad moments, because I know that when I, I'm done with the tour, I have a great memory to look back at. I want to do my trip because it's a challenge and because I love the outdoors and to experience new things. Why I want to do my first bike tour by myself is because I want to want it to be more exciting. If I were to travel with a friend, I would feel more comfortable and safe. That would, of course, be nice on the first trip, but I still don't want that. I want to experience as much as possible. I am planning on taking a route, a Google Maps recommended for my bicycle. It looks pretty good. The roads are small, so there won't be too much traffic. Some of the roads will be dirt roads, but I think they will be fine to bike on. Otherwise, I might find a better road to follow. When it comes to food, I'm planning on bringing some light food and then stop at supermarkets. I'll pass. Uh, it doesn't seem to be many of those, but I think there will be just enough. I'll camp in the forest. I'd like to camp pretty close to humans, but not too close. So maybe some hundred meters outside of a small village. Thanks again for inspiring me and others to do this. Yeah, so that was the message you sent to me, which was really awesome for me to get. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. Because uh, like, a lot of people do watch my videos or read the articles and stuff, but I, I yeah. oftentimes don't hear from them. You know, they just kind of oh. go they kind of go off and do it. Um, yeah. And maybe sometimes they contact me afterwards and say, hey, Darren, I did the trip or whatever. Um, yeah. but, but not always. So that was really cool to hear from you, especially because you're so young and, I, like, I started – bike touring when I was 17 years old and you're right around yeah. that age group. So, um, yeah, it was just really cool to, to get that, get that message yeah. from you. So thanks a lot. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. I guess we just kept in touch after that and I'm not exactly sure how our trip came together here, but after you sent that email no. to me, I, I yeah. don't know, I just kept in touch with you, kept asking how the trip was coming <laughs> and all that kind yeah. of thing. And you yeah. you did eventually go off on a short bike tour by yourself. Can you talk about yeah. that a little bit? Yeah, I went on a two-day bike trip. Yeah. Uh, I still wanted to go to Trondheim, but after the second, second day, I felt like I didn't want this anymore because I hadn't eaten anything because I was so stressed and pretty scared. Yeah. Like, the, okay, the first day, I started... In the afternoon, and then I started like to late in the evening, I think, because I couldn't find a place to sleep because, mm. yeah, I wasn't used to put up tents and that stuff. I never had put up my tent before, also, <laughs> so I had a bit of trouble with that, <laughs> but I eventually managed to do it. Okay, yeah, so like I was constantly like pretty stressed because. Since I was alone, I didn't want to enjoy anything. I just wanted to cycle until I reached my goal for the day. Mm. And so I didn't 
eat very much. And yeah, I didn't think it was very fun. Maybe I will enjoy doing it by myself when I'm like more comfortable with cycling. Yeah, well, I mean, like those things that you just described are a lot of the mistakes that a lot of people who are new to bike touring kind of make. You know, they yeah. they don't practice setting their tent up before they leave yeah. or, um, yeah, I mean, plan to cycle too far or, yeah, yeah don't think about what it's going to be like to spend all that time by themselves, you know, because it, yeah. kind of it is kind of scary to be out there by yeah. yourself in, in a place that you've never been before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the worst part was that if you don't eat, you get very low and more emotional and everything. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah, so you got to eat all the time, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you're burning through a lot of calories too when you're doing a bike tour. You're yeah. You're working out, so. So anyways, you did that two-day bike tour and made some mistakes, mm-hmm. but also like in a way like it is a success that you even got out there at all, you know, cause yeah. a lot of people never even get that far. Yeah. So, so you did that trip and then, I don't know, we were still in touch and, and I told you about this bike trip that I was planning with my friend Rob and his friend Doug, right? Mm, yeah, you did. And I, I think I just said, Hey, if you want to come, like, come on up and join the, yeah. join, join the trip. <laughs> yeah. Love you. Yeah. yeah. Because because Doug, um, who was on the trip with us, he was also like a first time bicycle tourist. He had never really, I mean, he's ridden a bike before, obviously, but he's never done like an overnight camping sort of thing with the bikes. So this yeah. was his first trip too, and so that's part of why I thought it would be good for you to join us because I thought, oh, you know, it's if, if it had been just me and Rob who have done five bike tours together now, I don't know yeah. if I, I don't know if I would have invited you because I thought. Because Rob likes to go fast, and you know, yeah. and I, yeah, I, I just, <laughs> yeah, I just didn't know if you know how that would be. But because Doug was coming along, I thought, oh man, this is the perfect opportunity for you to join the trip, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, so you took a bus and a train up to Umia, Sweden, from your home, kind of near mm. Stockholm area, mm. right? Yeah. And you arrived. Uh, on the first day of the trip, having not yeah. slept practically at all, I think, right? No, I couldn't sleep on the train. Yeah. I so. was too excited <laughs> for riding. Yeah, and understandably, and it's just hard to sleep on the train and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, very nice. Yeah. So, anyways, and, and then I gave you a bicycle that you had never ridden before. Yeah, um, but it was very good. Yeah, it worked out, I think, but um, yeah. but that's always difficult, too, I think, especially to show up the day of with a brand new bike, mm. feeling tired, <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then we we ended up cycling, I think, what, 60 or 65 kilometers that first day, yeah. um, which, even for me, I felt pretty darn tired at the end of the day, and I know you were exhausted, Yeah. Yeah. How was that first day for you, other than being tired? Like, what what was going mm. through your mind? Like, it was, everything was very new. Like, I met new people. Yeah. And, yeah, I was, like, very excited. And it was very fun the whole day. But in the end, I was so tired. I couldn't, like, pull off my tent almost. <laughs> 
how how was it though like riding with a group was that because have you done that before i mean no i have never done it before but i liked it a lot Mm. did you feel like did you feel like we were going too fast or too slow or or just right or no i think you were it was like good like speed we were going okay yeah. Because everyone liked the fastest one, like we waited for each other, which was good. Yeah, and yeah. and like you had mentioned that on your first trip uh, that you did alone, that you that after you had that experience, you didn't really like that. You didn't really like being yeah. alone as much as maybe you thought you would. No, I didn't understand like exactly how I, how it would feel be, being all alone in the forest, like. Not even being a house or something. It was fine being alone when you saw other people or even a car or an empty house because then you knew like civilization was pretty close or that you might see a person. But when you got like into a forest on a little dirt road and you knew that you were very far away from other people, then you got like felt very alone and it wasn't really fun I think hmm. and and so how was it different than riding with the group or, or camping with the group and all of that did you, you like that a lot more yeah I did because it's more fun you can talk to people and yeah you can see people and yeah and you also feel more comfortable than being alone yeah yeah there's obviously like safety in numbers um, yeah. not only when you're, you know, when you're cycling, if something goes wrong with your bike or whatever, there's someone there to help you potentially. Um, and yeah, in camping obviously is probably a, a lot, uh, safer, uh, yeah. if, if you're camping with other people. So, but I, I honestly thought it was like super brave of you to show up for the bike tour at all because you're 20, I'm 33 yeah. and Rob and Doug are over 40, you know? <laughs> So, yeah. so I thought it was really brave of you just to, in general to show up and, and to join the three of us, um, on this bike trip. How did you feel? Yeah. Did you have any like nerves about joining the three of us? No, I think like, I thought like it should be okay. Probably too. It helped just, I think that you were able to watch all my videos and see that yeah. I'm doing this. So I I'm kind not, of knew who you, yeah. Yeah. And and do you feel like uh, <laughs> do you feel like the the videos that I show accurately represent what bike touring is like? Yeah, yeah. mostly, but like they are. I couldn't imagine how fun they would actually be. Mm. Like watching them, I understand it would be fun, but when you're actually doing it, it's like ten times more fun. That's awesome. That's yeah. cool. What was your favorite part of our bike tour together? We did we cycled for a week from Umeå, Sweden, up through Skellefteå, Pitio, yeah. and Luleå, yeah. Sweden. Yeah. Um, yeah. About I think it was about three hundred kilometers or so. Um, yeah. What was your favorite part of the experience? Mm, I don't know. I liked like everything. That's probably like just being outside and always doing something my favorite part i think was like the campfires that we had yeah. i thought that was fun just sitting around yeah, the campfire and 
And like the like that one night that you you slept inside the shelter or whatever, and we had a big rainstorm yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And I thought that was I thought that was really fun, just sitting in the shelter, having a campfire, and yeah. watching the storm go by nice. past. Yeah. yeah, my least favorite part was like waking up, and my tent was pretty is they damp when it's almost wet, but not. But, yeah, because you were getting yeah. con- you were getting condensation inside of your tent, or yeah. or water was leaking in from yeah. the rain. If it was raining, it leaked inside of it. So mm. the like bottom part of my tent was very wet sometimes. Yeah. So that wasn't very nice, but still not too bad. So what? How are you going to fix that problem in the future? Mm, I'll probably see if I can find something to like put over my tent mm-hmm. if it's raining otherwise i will just bring a big plastic bag or something did did you have like a ground cloth under like a plastic tarp or anything under your tent no i didn't oh uh, okay because that might be the the quickest solution for you is to because i had i went to like a hardware store you know where you buy yeah. things for your home and yeah i bought just like a plastic sheet that you would use like if you're painting your house Oh, and you put the yeah. plastic sheet down. So I buy that plastic sheeting. It's really cheap, and yeah. and then I cut it out in the in the shape of the tent on the bottom, and then you just okay. ha- and then you just have that plastic sheet underneath your tent, and that helps to keep out a lot of the dampness that I think you were experiencing. Yeah. So that um, might that might be something that you could do. Yeah, I will bring something like that on yeah. my next trip then. Yeah. It might be too that you just need a new tent. Sadly, because yeah. <laughs> I know you just bought that tent. Yeah, yeah, I will look for. Yeah, oh, that reminds me. Um, like a lot of the gear and stuff that you're using, like you, I, I know that you like borrowed the sleeping bag, right? Yeah, and Did the you, sleeping mat, and the sleeping mat, and then the tent that you bought for the trip, right? Yeah. Was and was there were there other things that you borrowed or no? No, the bicycle I borrowed from oh, your friends. Yeah, but that's otherwise, right. I didn't borrow anything else. Yeah, yeah, because I I think like a lot of people that watch my videos now like see that I have like the most expensive bicycle panniers and the the most expensive touring bicycle and the most expensive yeah. tent, and they think that they have to have those things in order to go off on a bike tour. Yeah. But but the truth is you don't. Um, and, and I think you kind of proved that to a degree, you know, like, like, like I bought the cheapest panniers. Yeah. Yeah. But they worked, you know, yeah, they were, they are really good. Yeah. And, um, and that's how, like, I started my first bike tour too, is like, I borrowed my bicycle from my dad and, and I borrowed the pannier bags from my uncle and I borrowed a bunch of other stuff from my uncle too. Um, and like the camp stove and things like that. So Mm. I think that's how a lot of people get started is just using what they have and if possible, borrowing the gear that they don't have from the people that they know. I don't want to like spend a lot of money on something I never done before. Like I want to be sure that I really like this before I spend a lot of money on it. Yeah. That's right. Again, like that's what I did is like I I did several trips with used gear or borrowed gear until finally I said, okay, I like this enough that I'm going to 
by myself like an actual touring bicycle. And that, yeah. and and that was like the first thing that I bought. And then the next year, like a whole year later, then I bought actual like bicycle panniers for myself. You know, and then the year after that, I bought an actual tent, like a good quality tent, you know. And so just over the years, I kind of slowly built up on the equipment to where I am now, where I have a bunch of good stuff, (laughs) you know. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's maybe a good tip for people who are getting started is like you can just kind of use what you have and and then make Mm. improvements along the way. What, What did you what did you tell people when you got home from the trip? I don't remember. I talked a lot. <laughs> you talked a lot. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't get that sense from you that on the trip either. <laughs> no. that you would talk a but lot. But I was so happy afterwards. So I just had to tell them how fun it was and everything. And do you think you'll do another trip again? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Will it be alone or with friends? Mm, I might want to do it alone, but I don't know. If that's like the first thing I will do after this, yeah. I'll probably maybe find some friend or someone to go with me. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I, but I want to try to do it myself again. After you left Umia, Rob and Doug and I were kind of talking about you behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, all of us agreed that like you were, you were fantastic on the bike trip. Like, yeah. You were strong on the bike, and you were able to do everything yourself from setting up your tent to, you know, mm. making your food and, I don't know, uh, you know, just hanging around camp with us and everything. You never yeah. you never complained even one time. Yeah, um, yeah it was great. Yeah, there wasn't really <laughs> anything to complain about, so. Oh, well, that's good to hear. I thought the only thing that maybe you could complain about, or one of the things you could have complained about, is how long you had to wait for us sometimes. Uh, You know, that I know that, you know, the the larger a group that you travel with, the more waiting there tends to be because you're always waiting for some person to get their act together. And I think, I think you and I were probably the faster people in the group as far as packing up and getting ready to go. And Rob mm. and Doug were a little bit slower. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah, there was a lot of waiting involved, but you were okay with that? Yeah, I was. Okay. I just got to like, rest a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's, so, a, that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. yeah. And it didn't feel like we had, some days we had like goals more, but otherwise I think it was pretty like, we didn't have to rush yeah, I mean, if if it was up to me, like, I would much rather be the person waiting than being yeah. the person that everyone is waiting for. Yeah, you know? me too. Yeah. Yeah. What, what advice would you give to someone who's new to bicycle touring and has never done it before? Know that you need to eat and don't go, like, too far. Don't push yourself too much because then you might get too tired and you don't enjoy the trip. Yeah. And then you don't want to do it again, again, because, yeah, you push it too hard. So just do as much as you can and feel comfortable with so you enjoy it. So there you have it. That concludes my interview with Lene about her first two bicycle touring experiences. I think there's a lot to learn from Lene. Um, she... 
first of all, had the desire to do this. She, she found out about bicycle touring, decided it was something that she wanted to do. And I guess by writing that email to me in a way committed to her trip, she told me that she was going to do it. And I followed up with her to make sure that she did. Um, she did actually go out there on her own um, and conduct her own first self-supported bicycle tour all by herself. And even though it didn't go quite as she had planned, um, she didn't eat enough food the first day. She left a little bit too late. She was worried about cycling too far. Um, and she had never set up her tent before in the forest before. So all of those things kind of came together and weren't like the best experience for her. But the second time around, she joined our group, a small group here in northern Sweden with myself, Rob, Doug. And I think she had a good experience overall. Like there really were none of those problems that she had on the first tour other than some issues with her tent. So um, I think Lene has made huge improvements, you know, starting with no experience. Then she got out there on her own, made some mistakes, learned some things, and then went off on a second bike tour, a group bike tour, and succeeded wildly. Now, even Lene will admit that there are still some things that she has to improve upon, like she was mentioning um, she wanted to fix her tent and th things like that. Um, and she still isn't sure if she would want to ride solo again or whether she prefers being in a group. That's totally understandable. That being said, um, I think Linnea is a complete success. I totally enjoyed riding with her, both Rob, myself, and Doug. We all agreed that Linnea was fantastic on the trip and we would be happy to ride with her at any point in the future. So overall, a complete success, um, and I look forward to hearing about Lene's future bicycle touring adventures. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this was useful and inspiring to you in some way. If you want to learn more about how to conduct your own bike tours, be sure to visit my website at bicycletouringpro.com, download my free starter guide, and if you're serious about learning to conduct your own bike tours, pick up a copy of my book, The Bicycle Touring Blueprint, which will teach you everything you need to know in order to conduct your own bike tours anywhere in the world. You can pick up a copy at biketourbook.com. That's www.biketourbook.com. All right. Thanks so much again, guys. I'm Darren Alf from BicycleTrainPro.com, and I hope to see you out on the road sometime soon.